Thanks for watching. No, that's not good. No, that's not good because we're right at the start. We're right at the start. Okay. Can I can I tell you something? Can I start off with a little bit of a, an anecdote, TK? Sure. sure. I, I'll tell you. I remember we're getting some work done at the house, and now I remember why the hell I am not a general contractor anymore. I can't believe TK, we're just changing the countertops in the kitchen and the backsplash, okay? Mm -hmm. It's a nightmare. And I can't believe how, like, you know what? When I used to be a general contractor, I'd have all these trades at my disposal. So, like, to do a little bit of whatever, it didn't really sink in how much effort was involved in actually doing things, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, just to get a countertop and a backsplash put in, actually involves four trades, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Four trades. Just a we got a plumber. We got a plumber. We got the multiple guys. times. He's got to come okay. disconnect and reconnect. Unless you're a super handy guy, then maybe you, gotta, you can you got avoid an electrician. You probably right? got some outlets that are electrician has to come. Right. Okay. Painter. A painter. Painter, because mm. they really fuck things up, man. Yep. Right? They're there to do the countertops. They're not there to protect your drywall. They are not there to protect anything. Like I had to say, hey, guys, do me a favor, please. Like get those extraordinarily heavy pieces of marble out of my garden, please. Mm. Right? Like mm. I think <clears throat> the garden work was more than the counters, TK. Right? So it's like get those goddamn counters out of my garden <laughs> what are you guys doing everybody is just an animal but so these guys you know they're hired to to dismantle the backsplash and uh you know they didn't protect the rest of the house from the impending dust storm mm. that they created right so like now I need a cleaning crew. So it's actually gonna be five trades to five trades. Yeah. And uh, you can well, imagine. get your ducks clean too, actually. I'm gonna have to get my ducks, have to get your ducks clean. clean actually, sure. Too. It's a you remember that story, you know, if you give a mouse a cookie. If you give a mouse a cookie. You never you never read that story to your kids. Is that what you said? Yeah. Give a mouse. No, I've never heard of giving mouse mm. a cookie. Some of us had better childhoods than others, but that's I okay. suppose. Yeah. Um, so sorry, sorry you, know, you had you to go him a through cookie, all that. Then he needs a glass of milk, and then you know if he's gonna get a glass right. of milk, then he's he gonna have to, to wipe his shit. face or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's what it is. You know, you started a renovation. Here you are. You're, oh. you're off to the races. But like normal people that didn't live a previous life as a general contractor to like think, like, hun, let's just change our backsplash and our countertops, and we're gonna hire this mm -hmm. company. They're gonna take people care don't of do everything. It, people don't do it. I go into the houses after they've lived in them for 30 years. They don't do it. They literally just do like most of the properties. These are the smart people, actually. They have not done anything other than, well, the roof was about to go. So I got the roof and the furnace died in 2017. So I've changed the furnace. And, uh, you know, we had to put in some new windows because there was a rebate on those. But as far as like, you know, most of the houses were built pretty quality. So that hardwood floor, like they're happy. You know, the paint that they did 20 years ago was the second time they ever painted in the house that they've been there for 30 years. Right. And these are the people who I believe, I believe are the happiest. And I believe are financially, you know, the most um, uh, wise. Well, I, I mean, as people are staying in their houses now, because I mean, that's apparent, right? There's no mm -hmm. inventory. So people are staying put, right? Mm -hmm. More than previously anyways. I mean, are, are, are people that thought that they were going to move staying put? Like, aren't a lot of them doing stuff like this? It's like, you know, Harvey, if we're not moving again, you're changing this goddamn kitchen or I'm leaving you. I you know what? I don't think so. You don't think that that happens? I don't I, like I just look at my whole neighbors until I moved in 10 years ago. My neighbors were all like. What's wrong with our houses? And then like a couple of them kind of saw what I was doing. So I saw a few renovations going on. But for the most part, you know, people are just happy to be living in their home and they live there. It's so funny because me and you have this perspective. Like, you know, you got to buy a deal and you got to renovate. You got to fix it up. You got to buy a new house. You're going to upgrade. You're going to pay off. Like most people don't think like that. Most oh. people are just like, I bought the home. I tried to pay off the mortgage as fast as I could. And then I stayed. I mean, listen, though. You, you, but you, what's next? Some, 
but when you buy something with the specific intent to fix it up, I mean, you kind of got to fix it up. There's only so long that the Mexicali backsplash was going to last. That's why when people do renovations, here, right? they uh, held and on, they, and you sell a, a turnkey property. As that's long why as I could. That's why it's it's so attractive, right? There's more people looking for turnkey properties than there are for the fixer uppers because most people yeah, just want to move in and enjoy. This sucks, man. I want to go through that stuff. I don't want to deal with this. And so yeah. now I got a plumber here and hopefully, you know, obviously he didn't have a part, so he had to leave. Yeah. Right. But what so, I, we have a guest, right? So we're going yeah, to, we're going to bring him on right but now. One thing I did here was that um, someone is doing a big job um, recently. They were telling me easy to find contractors right now. Easy to find, easy to find contract. Not electricians. Holy shit. There's a couple guys looking for electricians. I noticed that they're. You know why? You know why? Do you why? want to know why? Electricians? No. Do you want to know why it's easy to find contractors right why now? Why is it easy to find contractors? I wrote about it months ago, and we talked about it yes. a long time ago. We predicted this. Everybody starts becoming a general contractor. Right. Absolutely. Everybody starts going, man, I can make a lot of money because I got all these contacts and all these people are like, could you do this? Could you do that? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, why am I letting all these guys make all the money? Right. Yeah. Why am I letting my boss make all the money? This if is someone, enough. If someone from the show messaged you to say, hey, Daryl, can you I need new countertops. Would you like general contract that? No. Go no. TK. Okay. So many people offered so me not jobs. everybody wants to be a, a general contractor. Then, well, right? yeah. because I, 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 I am not saying everybody wants to be that. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I got to think that there's you a lot the of people, people that are like, you know, with the old countertops with like the, 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 the stain from the kettle. Right. Mm -hmm. Or, or, or. People are comfortable. Bubbles people are comfortable. People are comfortable. People are I comfortable. get it. Well, speaking yeah. of comfortable, comfortable. I mean, this guy gives me a comfortable feeling every time I watch his show. <sighs> now would be a wonderful time to press that subscribe button down below because we need more people looking at us. You know what? There's been so many more subscribers lately that We're have just been vain. jumping on. Things have been happening like... Because we're asking them like something. So maybe like that's what it is. When you ask, oh. you have a chance of getting. So please subscribe, subscribe hit the, the like channel. button, hit the like button, share this with somebody that you love that may get some value out of this. And don't forget about the Canadian real estate show clips channel. If you yep. want us in limited doses. Yep. If and you don't have time to watch a whole hour episode and you just want to know what the best parts were of this episode today, then check out Canadian real estate show clips clips and if you are looking to have a good time check out the frankfurt report on twitter baby press subscribe just so he seems like such a nice guy right doesn't he we're happy to have is him it just on. me i love oh, having him on i i prefer having him on when no one else is on when no one else he's gonna actually get to talk mark? today which is amazing welcome Hey guys. Welcome, welcome back, Mark. Good day, you sir. You're Good looking day. extra like happy, and it's it's like the sun is shining on your face. Like you're you just feeling like today is is just a great day. Hey? I tried to block the sun out, and it's just coming in. It's Don't worry about it. That's good. Just, you know I what? feel like this is a whole new light right now. Forgive the pun. Right. This is this is why. This is why he gives you that that feeling, right? He's <laughs> well, just well, so full of energy and light. That's right. Welcome to being uh, another, uh, you know, repeat guest on the Canadian Real Estate Show. We're happy to have you back. Yeah, glad uh, to be here. We're always happy that, uh, you know, usually I'm the smartest one in the room, but today, you know, it's you. So that's, that's okay. You know, no big deal. Right. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, we want to talk. Is that right, Daryl? <laughs> I, I agree. A hundred percent. Listen, I'm, I'm just, just here. I'm just here to run the editing board. That's all. That's all. I, um. I'd like to just kind of hear from you. I mean, what's going on out there, Mark? What uh, good timing? What's the, what's the news out there right now in the Canadian real estate market with all these different announcements we've been hearing? I mean, yeah, prices are going up, uh, supplies way down, as I'm sure you guys have seen. And uh, impossible, uh, isn't no this one's crazy? Listening. It's impossible yeah. that that prices can be going up. Prices are going up. Yeah, looks what? like it. Well, no one wants to sell their home. Sure, can why you blame? You? Yeah, well, yeah, why would you? Why would you good. explain that to me? Why? What do you think the mentality is? Why a seller right now doesn't want to put their house on the market? Well, they're not being forced to, right? Because the banks are propping everything up. Um, so even even if your payments have gone sky high, you're not really seeing that unless you have an adjustable mortgage. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a declining market, or at least it was, you know, for the last year or so. 
So if you're if you're even thinking about selling your home, you're gonna wait. You want to see how you want prices to go back up to those to those 2022 levels, right? Those the, where they were last year. You're not gonna sell now, and you're gonna wait and see which way the wind blows. Especially when prices are going up a few percent a month right now, right? Yeah. Why not what wait? Right. The hell is going on? Why would I sell right now? That's crazy. Yeah. So, but hold on a second. Is this real? TK, pinch me. Can you reach over and pinch me? Does this work? Damn. Did it work? Is, is this real? Like, how is this possible? How are we, like, isn't everybody waiting for a recession? And, like, are, isn't the Bank of Canada trying to destroy employment right now? Didn't yeah, we just so have the biggest rate height cycle of all time? Fastest. Fastest we've ever seen, Steepest, I think. craziest. Yeah. And now what? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, How? it's they're they're going to keep on trying to induce that recession. Like, How? Uh, I would nice. think that they're still going to hike. Mm, you're if still the Fed, thinking that they're going to hike. I think hike. at least another twenty-five. Yeah, another twenty-five. So just a little shot off the bow, right? Mm, a little right. bit. Hey, what are you guys doing? Enough of this. Enough of this. Well, the bank what about? Go ahead, Mark. The bank doesn't want to see prices float back up either right they don't want to see people refinancing and going on vacation and spending and doing renovations they don't want to see any of that so i i have a feeling they're watching the market fairly closely they don't want to see prices go back go back let, that high either let, let's just go let's just go to your your point here so we can keep there's lots to unpack today and i want to hear your opinion on all of it you yeah. said that the bank is keeping everything afloat so explain to me what the bank is doing and what they're doing to prevent people from essentially being forced to sell well, the banks, like the the mortgage lenders, yeah, they the lenders. are they're extending amortizations. So if you're at say if you're at a thirty year, they're letting you go to a 35, 40 year amortization, which a lenders traditionally don't do. They're also allowing negative amortizations. So if you have if you have a variable rate mortgage but a fixed payment, so that's when prime rises, your payment doesn't go up with it. All that happens is that more a larger percentage of your payment goes towards interest rather than principal. Mm -hmm. But a lot of these a lot of these borrowers, the rates have gone so high that their payment no longer covers the the interest payment. So what the banks are doing is allowing them to tack that tack the difference on the difference in payment that they're not making goes on to the size of their loan. So don't their worry loan about it. Getting bigger. Okay. Exactly. Don't worry now, about what type it. Of loan we'll to figure value, it out together. What type okay. of loan to value would someone have to be at on their loan to, to the banks to authorize that? They're not saying. The banks aren't really giving a lot of details. As are they to doing what... appraisals? Are they doing reappraisals? No. no. So what the fuck are they basing everything on? This is amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, this is great. Okay, so what does that mean? So anybody can get a renewal if they're willing to accept the rate right off the bat that they're offered. Like, don't look at nothing. Nobody, nobody look at nothing. Just this is what we have to do to get your number close to what you're paying now. No, these are for borrowers who are currently in a more uh, in yeah, in the refund. middle of a term, right? They're oh, not the at middle. renewal point yet. They're oh. making their payments right now. Uh -huh. So in normal times, they would have to hit a trigger rate. And oh, right, because they're variable. Right, they're variable. Okay, 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 okay. But the banks aren't doing that. They're letting them negatively amortize. They're not adjusting their payments upwards because the borrowers can't make the payments. Oh, that's crazy. What does that rates do to the payments? You you, you, Daryl, just before you joined us, Mark, Daryl got to have a claim to fame because he had a little sub stack that he put out where he was correct that now there's going to be a, a, a higher availability of general contractors, which there are. Right. So okay. my 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 uh, point here, which you guys can go check out a link right here where I said it in the past, probably doesn't exist. But um, I was saying that this whole trigger rate. Extravaganza was going to blow over and it's just going to be another deferral cliff or deferral cliff. You compared something. it to so numerous that's times. exactly what happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, right. there's so much talk, so much energy people put into putting out the trigger rates, trigger rates, trigger rates are coming like a lot of big names, people who are in the media and everything else. And in the end, the banks are like, yeah, there's no, a bunch of people who are going to be coming up to their trigger rate, but we've got another solution here that nobody thought the banks would be willing to do. That's the thing. That's mm -hmm. the thing is you, they keep moving. Like if you're looking at it from the perspective of these are the rules, this is what they're saying, right? Okay. And this is what should happen based on that. But every time, mm -hmm. and this is what keeps happening, like every crisis, it's like, well, and and this, 
you go back and I keep saying they're not going to let it happen. They just keep printing money. It's an easy solution. Somehow they put more money in the system one way or another. They print more money and the thing has to keep going. So, so, so like who, who isn't this so reckless? <laughs> like, isn't it crazy? Is it, yeah. isn't it not completely against what the market is trying to do to itself? Like it's unnatural, Ospie, right? Yeah, and Ospi just said that yesterday. Uh, the the uh, the one of the heads of Ospi, I can't remember exactly who it was, did a speech, and she said, you know, it's great that people aren't losing their homes. It's great that they're extending these amortizations, but Ospi is well aware that they're increasing their risk. This is risk being put on the banks um, by doing this. So every time you do this, you more and more increase the risk. Like you can't do it forever. Mm -hmm. But I think the bank knows the game. You know, they know the right. real estate leverage game and they're like, I'm going to leverage ourselves, myself, the buyers, everybody else. And if we all keep doing that and the market goes up, it's going to basically prevent us from from falling, which is what, you know, we always talk about in the show, you know, the difference between an investor and a speculator. I mean, that's what the banks are doing, except they're just really powerful. You know, it's similar, similar to what um, BlackRock or um, maybe not Zillow, but some of the other, you know, big um tech sort of corporate buyers when they were buying neighborhoods, right? Is that they were yeah. trying to control the narrative as far as what the market was doing and how much people were paying for homes. And as long as the market went up, their strategy worked. And I well, think that that's the, the bank, thing. The bank's interests are like, let's keep pumping. Let's let this market yeah. go up That's further. what saves everybody. Everyone's right? going to be, that's what when they're in real trouble, out. they'll sell. Yeah. You know? That's what bails everybody out. The, somehow, miraculously, magically, prices going up again, right? It, yeah. it counterbalances some of the, the shock and some of the inability to, to finance or fix or refinance when the time comes, right? So, so like, I'm renewing it in, in the next little while. So I'm like, fuck, man, like, rates got to come down as soon as possible for my yeah. renewal. I don't really care about anybody else's, but for yeah. mine, <laughs> right, I want it to come down and then they can do whatever they want. But in the meantime, it's like, what the hell's going on? One minute I'm watching the five-year bond and it's it's pushing uh, uh, five-year terms down, right? And next thing I know, they're up again. Mm -hmm. Where 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 are, what happens to people that are renewing now with these, like, I want to go for a longer fixed term now. What kind of ring of a room am I going to have to go through? And keep in mind, like, I'm self-employed. This is a nightmare coming up for yeah. me, right? right? But like, what are, what are people like me? There must be a lot what are, of What are rates like right me, now? Right? Yeah. What are rates right now, Mark? What are rates doing? Like a good rate for a purchase, an insured purchase is around four and a half. If you're taking okay. out That's money. Sure. Be... That's like the best five-year yeah. closed um, fixed rate that you can get. Yeah, yeah, everything's perfect here. Yeah, you're around four and a half, so insured. Yeah. And you're an employee with a T4, like a proper, right? Uh, no, you can get insured if you're self-employed. It's a bit more difficult, but you can yeah. do it. So okay. that's still available. Um, mm -hmm. But these people that are renewing, they're kind of at the mercy of the banks for right now. Mm -hmm. So they're, your lender's going to give you a renewal rate, but because rates are so much higher, you're kind of limited as to whether or not you can switch. That's why those what, prices what need to like, go up. You know, up. you no longer qualify to change over banks. You're with CIBC. You were on a, you know, 3.3% five-year fixed term. It's coming maturing this year. What would you expect that CBC would be giving you for a five-year fixed mm -hmm. term going forward? It's going to depend on the client. It's going to depend, right? If yeah. you're gold, if, if you're golden and they know you're golden, I think yeah. you're going to be more competitive. You're, you're golden. So you're golden. Yeah. You're, you're good. You know, nothing's... No things, but you don't you don't qualify to go maybe somewhere else just because you know maybe you know the 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 amount of debt you have or something like that. Maybe you're borderline golden, maybe not golden. But what what would you what would you expect? So like five and a half is that kind of like the? I'd say low fives. Probably. Low fives. Okay. Yeah. And then var variable right now, if somebody would be going into a a variable rate based on you know average discount on prime, what would someone expect? Uh, you're gonna be around five point seven. If it's uh, if it's insured, yeah, insured, insured. Now, so, if it's not if it's uninsured, you're going to be around six point two. Yeah. What if you go private? What about private? Private on a first ten percent probably ten percent. Oh so my that, that tells me that the banks are still on the bond market is still f heavily favoring rates to come down. Yeah. Heavily. Yeah. We're not. This is not something that is is 
being assumed to be lasting for a very long time. What do you right? mean? The video title he just put out is longer, right? Like uh, higher for longer. The market's fighting them, right? The market's fighting yeah, the yeah, Fed. Yeah, yeah. They're fighting the bank of Canada. Job market, everything, yeah. What, yeah. what? Tell us then. Tell us about your last video. What? Uh... Well, Tiff Macklin, uh, governor, the bank of Canada governor said that we're going to be going higher for longer. They're not going to drop rates, but they're going to keep where they are until, um, well, they say, until inflation's back down to two, mm -hmm. which is supposed to take until the end of 2024. So that's what, another year and a half that mm -hmm. we could be at this level. But the markets don't think that. They think that something's going to break in the in the system and the banks will have to reverse. So mm -hmm. something would break with something the, has either the break. economy Hasn't or inflation. Hasn't broken yet, right? The bank system has not broken yet. Is that what we're really saying? Is that what people think? Something, right? Only, they, they only like exactly five of be, the but... biggest banks like on the planet just failed in the last month, right? But everything's fine here, everybody. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah. Everything's cool. This is. What this do you is think about the U.S. inflation rate coming down to five percent in March? What didn't ours what come down to? Uh, we don't have our data yet. That comes out next week. Mm. Yeah, U.S. Uh, US is down one. to five percent, which is great. You know, because everything you? was sky high last last year at this time, especially gas. But their core inflation is still fairly sticky. Mm -hmm. So, I could see us getting down to three and four percent fairly soon, but. Maybe even four percent, but I don't think we're going to get back down to that two percent, especially in core inflation, as fast as as a lot of people are hoping. It's as fast as the markets are hoping. Not if real estate goes up. Not exactly. It's, really, it's, it's, we big, still going back up. Yeah, real estate was their big sort of like, hey, if we can, you know, control the real estate and housing prices, that'll sort of help with the overall core inflation numbers, right? Yeah, but that's working against them too. Okay, so hold on a sec. Why do we or anybody? Well, I'm not going to lump myself into this group, but why do people still believe this guy, Tiff Mackle? Like, is there a reason to actually believe what he says? Or is it like uh, um, a tool? Like, is he using the media as a tool to hopefully manipulate the market a little bit? Because, I mean, do you believe a word this guy says? I don't. I mean, he's a politician like any of them. You can never really believe believe what they're saying, right? You have to look at their motives. Um, so, of course, I think every, everything in his press conferences are is no doubt orchestrated to get the market to move a certain way. Mm -hmm. Same with the Fed, and that's what forward guidance is about. Yeah, it's uh, it's just to get to do it with to to get a result without having to do the action. That's right, mm. and not like having that. to keep actually do the action ever, right? Like to yeah. be like, we're gonna do this, and uh, oh yeah, you know what? You so, guys all so, reacted to that, but no, sorry. The the uh, higher rates for longer. What would be the um, motive there? Uh, to get people to not so we don't take on more debt. So to excuse me so variable rate holders those with floating debt don't go out and buy a car don't go on a vacation don't use their lines of credit he just wants people not to spend he wants us to, to slow down spending mm -hmm. and uh th that would be that would be why that that that's his end right is to get canadians scared so but it's yeah. not working is it without working? having to actually raise rates anymore to be able right. to cause that same effect it's hey how do we scare people to be able to just like stop their spending on their own and actually reel in their 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 debt a little bit as well exactly without doing the thing that is going to break the system without forcing those higher that those higher cost of borrowing that will cause stuff like svb um mm -hmm. without ever without actually having to do it mm -hmm. hmm. so where do we stand right now i mean we've got um the market's going up we've got you know jobs are still healthy we've got yeah. inflation numbers coming down I would assume that we're going to see a lower rate of inflation. I don't know what number that's going to be, but I think that we're going to we're going to see our March numbers come out that are going to be much lower than you know what yep. they were before. Whatever whatever yep. that whatever that means. Yep. Um, as far as like you know people who are going to be borrowing money and stuff like that, like how do we how do we advise people when it's when it comes to um, you know taking on debt or making decisions based on where the rates are going to be like. Right now, we know that the rates are high. You're 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 a firm believer right now that um, rates aren't going to be coming down anytime soon. I am, yeah. Okay. So yeah. if somebody's coming to you right now and they're in trouble and they're saying to you, "Mark, geez, you know, we can't afford these payments. We can't afford our our, 
our house, we can't afford to, you know, do the things that we need to do. You're sometimes, you know, the only option that you can give them is to sell. Well, right now, because fixed rates have come down a little bit. So if you're in a variable rate mortgage and you're paying, say, 5.7 or 6%, you can still lock in for, say, a two or three year term at low five at low fives. So that mm -hmm. is saving some people some money being able to have that option. A few months ago, when fixed rates were were in that five and a half percent, it didn't really make that much of a difference. Right. But right. a full percentage difference. I mean, that does help some people. Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of people now locking in at two and three year terms to kind of wait to see which way the wind blows over the next couple of years. Right there. If the bank does reverse, if something does happen, they don't lose mm -hmm. out too much. But if if rates do stay sky, stay high, as high as they are, then they're not they're, they're kind of protecting themselves. Are, so are people it... paying the three months interest? So if you've got like a three year term left, but now you want to go to a two year term fixed, closed. You have yeah. to pay the three months interest penalty. You do. Then... You, you do. Yeah. yeah. If you lock in for the remainder of your term, there's no penalty, but yeah. any changes to the term of your mortgage, then that's technically a refinance and you do break your mortgage. And if you just lock in at the end of whatever's left on your term, what's the rate that they're going to give you? Is it a it's discounted gonna... rate or is it? Um, not from what I've been seeing. No, it's um, it's not a blended rate. It's whatever they are offering based on the borrower yeah. at the time. So if you can't qualify again to go somewhere else, I mean, the banks know that. So I've seen them offer fairly uncompetitive rates, right? The the homeowner comes to me and say, hey, they're offering me block in at four years at five and a half, five point eight percent Can you get me out? Mm -hmm. And I can't. And the banks know this. So they, they're offering some higher rates to mm -hmm. lock in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but doesn't it seem, it seems to me, at least from the outside and TK, you're on the ground. I mean, there's multiple offers all over the place. Like, doesn't it seem like the market has absorbed these rates? Like people are making these offers, assuming that they can close the deals. I'm thinking at least the majority of them are right. So they must either have a bunch of cash or enough cash and able to make the payments on these crazy uh, 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 monthly payments at five and a half six percent on these houses so 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 has the market actually like just like absorbed these rates and chugged along like is, is what's going to stop thing the market from going up now are you asking me i'm asking anybody oh, okay. i don't know that fucking answer <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> remember me i'm the dumb guy in the room I mean, I think that there's a lot of people that were that stayed on the sidelines all last year and a lot that couldn't get in in 21, 22. So I think they're the ones that are jumping in. There's still money out there. Um, we've talked about that before. There's still lots of people with money out there that want to get into the market. But and the rates are, this, really haven't affected them. But it's money with high paying jobs and like a big enough down payment or it's people with like a bunch of cash so that Mine, the payments can be affordable. From what I've seen is high paying jobs, right? If you're if you're a couple, you're making 140,000 a year. I know most people don't make that, but there's lots that couldn't get in during Each. the during the height. No, Each. total. 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 That's total. a high income now for a household? I live in London. Right. Okay. So, right? so let's that say, makes a let's big say, difference. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So let's let's say in London two years ago, even or at the height, 140,000. I live grand, in London. <laughs> Well, you price point in. there, that's yeah, a good income to big, qualify. Yeah, big that, That's a decent income. But yeah. even with that income, you weren't getting in at the end, of, at the beginning of 2022. Mm. 140K really? now, I mean, you that'll get you higher than the average price. Yeah. So that is a good income now. And that, that is a good buying power. So they are jumping because wow. they and waited out. People's financial situation, correct me if I'm wrong. This is what I assume is the majority of their savings is going towards their down payment. Yeah, like they're they're really trying to take on as the least amount of debt as possible. So they're putting up all the cash they really can, maybe a little bit of a rainy day fund. Yep. And then they're just like, I'm going to make those payments every single month because I have this job. Another yep. reason to look for a turnkey house as well, because you've yeah. got nothing left for anything. There's nothing left for anything else. <laughs> Not even yeah. a sofa. So, you know, that changes things too. And I think one thing that people are overlooking is just, the effective rates, I mean, we know it's 12 to 18 months, right? Before we see the full effect. The effect of people right now, like you had said, you know, hearing the, the most recent announcement, let's say they're on an adjustable rate. Let's say they need to renew, whatever it is. 
their mindset changes. They don't go out and eat as much. They don't want to go and buy a car. They don't want to go and do the spending that they thought. Maybe some people who were planning on moving aren't. We have 40% less people moving right now. There's less people moving. Yeah. But there's people so, out everywhere all the there's time. There's less listings, though, though. So that's the thing. Oh, you mean... Uh, They're in, out in, spending, in the money. spending like, money. Do you think people are but not But that spending? changes, though. There's when? You know, Maybe when? some people when? aren't affected, but there's a group of people who are definitely affected. And I believe that this takes years to be able to work through the system. And I think that it's really early still when it comes to how much uh, impact these rate hikes have had on, on the economy and on uh, homeowners. That's my opinion. So, but the same thing, the same question is what stops prices from going up right now? Like more interest rate, like another quarter point. You really think that's going to change the sentiment around here? Oh boy, now they're really serious now. It's another quarter point. Like we've had bazookas blown in our faces at short range. And yeah, like it slowed things down a little bit. Market came down, but like it doesn't seem like anything changed around here. How many offers on your last listing uh, over the last couple of days, TK? Um, I sold a condo. It had two offers. Two offers on a condo. Where's the condo? Scarborough Town Center. Right. Like, okay. So that's still, that's good action. Okay. Mm-hmm. More than one person will buy it on the first day. Right. Yeah. So like, and you, you didn't price it super low. You said you probably, were pricing we, we, it right. Yeah. 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 It's just, and, and, and it was a dump too. So it was like, you know, the, the place needed, like the whole thing had to be changed over. It was tenanted and there was crayons on the walls from the kids and different things like that. It was a, and it was a seller, you know, it was, it was definitely, uh, you know, looking to get the property sold, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, you know, one of those situations where people were really financially happy and everything was going great. And they thought, ah, it's just a good time to divest. So I think that the people who are selling are, who are in trouble are getting bailed out by the market again. That's what I'm seeing. Right. They're getting bailed out and maybe it's not bailing them out as much as they'd like, but it's enough to be able to kind of get them through what needs to happen and, and how their life is going to change afterwards because the, the worst case scenario didn't happen. That's hundred percent sure. Yeah. The worst case scenario didn't, did not happen. And I bet you on all the new construction stuff that we're going to start seeing uh, having to close soon, the banks and, or the builders will all find a solution to make this work. Yeah. Did you see right? the builder in uh, BC, their, their new plan? Apparently no. it's not a new plan out there. Okay. They they offered to do, uh, you you put like two de- deposits of five thousand dollars. These are for a new townhouse, okay? Two mm-hmm. deposits of five thousand dollars, and then when you get occupancy, you start paying a fixed amount that counts as your deposit or your down payment for a year. So they split up your down payment over a year, and they count it every month as like your rent and your. Your 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 down payment. down payment contribution, yeah. And then I imagine in a year from now they're going to have to lend you the money for the mortgage too, <laughs> so you can afford the down but, payment. Well, that's right? the, exactly those are the ones that are just selling now. I'm talking about the ones that sold in 2022, where we're having all those issues, right? Yeah, where see the builders VTBs, were, crazy you know, VTBs. sitting in the media there. Those those guys there are going to find solutions to be able to get those people in their homes. You know, they'll find a lender. They'll say, okay, you know. You have to go with RBC and this is what the product is. And there's going to be a, a, a co-ownership agreement. There's going to be a, a second mortgage. There's going to be something that the developers I, come up with. I, I saw something everything. interesting yesterday. It was an interesting solution from a developer to, well, I guess they're not going to close these units. Did you see the fire in Vaughn yesterday? Did you yeah. hear about that, Mark? No. Oh, wow. No. Uh, brand new fire. Uh, like unbelievable rager in a bunch of new houses being built. And these are like, yeah, they're like 2 million plus these houses. So yeah, yeah, yeah. high probability that people were going to have a tough time closing these things if they did get finished anytime soon. So the timing timing is impeccable. I I don't think it would have been the developer because I think the developer has got too much to lose. But think about it. You're a buyer. Your life is about to be ruined. think one of the buyers <laughs> lit the place of up? Of course I do. <laughs> you know, I, I told never you even there's a thought of that. Everything. That is a great the buyer's idea. like, man, I can't close on this. Look, nobody's there. It's the middle of the We're night. Gonna no one's trouble gonna get for hurt. This, okay? Somebody's gonna <laughs> think this is a great idea now. This is gonna cost me <laughs> so much money. Everywhere. My wife is gonna leave me. Oh my god. I better just go over there late at night, honey. Yes. I'm sleeping. Honey, I'm going for a cigarette. I'll be right back. Right. 
Think about it. With the cherry can. Yeah. yeah. And these black. things, Mark, went up in flames. It was oh pretty God. quick. I, I yeah. can't like, believe you didn't see it. It's like a, it, it, yeah, it was like a, a bonfire, like, you know, at, at a campsite. Insanity. You know? Yeah. Wow. It's all just wood framed houses, right? It's just yeah. crazy. Wow. So, anyways, we'll get to the bottom of that, I guess, eventually. Yeah. Um, so how how else your your last video there you're talking about um rates higher for longer what else did the bank of canada say in their announcement what else were they uh leading towards uh yeah it was the higher for longer they were questioned about the government um whether or not government spending was inflationary uh, was, yeah it was it was inflationary and they kind of dodged the question and why, uh, why would someone ask that question like why would they be asking the bank of canada that question uh, for the, I'm guessing for the headline. No, right? if, if, hold yeah. on a sec. No, it's not for the headline. You it's don't think that's why they ask? No, it's because the government's pumping money into a system that the Bank of Canada is trying to remove money from, right? So they're fighting oh, against each other. It's like, what are you fucking assholes doing? We're trying to lower inflation, and you're giving these idiots more money, and you, like, like they're. It's like a two-headed monster that doesn't agree with itself right oh i oh i agree but you know you watch these reporters yeah. and they ask these questions like you know they're not going to answer the question oh i see what you're saying yeah the guy's yeah, posturing for attention exactly because you know he's not going to go against the government the government yeah. the headline's going to be tiff macrom says trudeau's can you spending, imagine spending us into the poorhouse right that's what yeah. the reporter wants but right you know he's not going to give it to you so it's funny watching their faces because it's like a it's like a little battle between them and the reporters when we all know what's really going on, right? Yeah. Right. It's like That's it's the like thing. the guy in the radio show when he calls into like the the call checker. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just you know I'm supporting you know the fact that you know traffic is going to be improved in the downtown core. And they're like, oh, let's let this guy on the air. But then when he gets on the air, he's like, you screw yeah. you, penis, <laughs> penis. <laughs> That's what happens with the reporters. They're like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm in a supportive question for sure. But he yeah. comes in there with with, with it swinging, right? And then he asks whether or not the uh, the wage increases are going to be inflationary. That's what the other reporter asked. And again, the wage increases, yeah, yeah, like that because the CRA is going on strike and all the all the unions, right? There's there's major wage demands, obviously. Yeah. Government workers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, you know they're not going to answer the question, but they still go at them for it. So it's it's entertaining to watch these things. I find. So 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 what about Stephen? Polos, I don't know how you say it. Polos, 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 Polos. Stephen P, the ex Bank of Canada chief, right? Isn't that yeah. who he is? Yeah. Yep. So he was just interviewed this week and he was like, Bank of Canada's for sure going to be reducing rates by the end of the year. Like they're going to have no choice. Did you see that? But he's in I the saw private the sector. I didn't read it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust anybody when they go into the private sector. There's two, there's so, billions of dollars that, that people have to, to make. You know, so when they come out, anybody who says anything mm. about the market, when I see that they lead like a hedge fund or something, I'm like, whatever, you know, like they well, need Where to... do you think he started before he was the chief of the Bank of Canada? You think he was like just working at uh, Metro or something? Yeah, but, but what I'm trying to say, though, is a lot of them worked like... in Bank of Canada um, jobs for, for years before they get there. But the main thing is, is like anybody who it's just pumping. It's like a realtor pumping the market on YouTube. You know, you can't trust those guys. Come on. Seriously. Who can, can you much trust now? Other than Mark trust? Mitchell. Mark Mitchell. Right? Mark Mitchell. Trust, right? Go to but his listen, channel. Right. But this is the thing, okay? So you may trust me or Mark or TK or anybody else on YouTube. And we may think we know something based on the data we're looking at. But yeah. the honest to God truth is, do any of us even trust the data anymore? Like, how do... I? I know I make predictions and they're not based on data at all. They're based on like being in touch with the market, talking to TK every couple of days, talking to guys like you, like being in tune with the actual market. Because when I talk to TK, I get a totally different story than I see on certain channels. And then if I go on TikTok, well, holy cow, there's a whole other world <laughs> going on over there. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like, how does anybody make a decision now to do anything really but to like buy a million plus something house or condo that won't be ready for years at rates that we don't know if they're going up or down we can't trust anybody do like how the fuck do you guys i mean i don't advise anybody right how do you guys do this i mean you lay out the facts right and you say but ultimately you know my crystal ball works as well as yours does so Right. I always say it's got to fit the budget and you have to like the home. If you don't, 
you know, then then that's a major risk, right? It's always it's always a risk, no matter what you do. So, um, I mean, I try to read as best I can, but I could be wrong. They might raise, they might lower rates in December, November. Uh, we just we really don't know, and that's you know we look at this data and we look at just Canadian data. Then there's the globe. Then there's the U.S. Then there's the globe, right? There's so many exogenous factors that could throw everything out of whack that we we just we really don't know. So and and every government is so full of shit. So like you get this yeah. like grouping of data that's a bunch of lies and you know all this propaganda that goes out that says different things from different places and we're supposed to be like. Uh, yeah, I feel totally comfortable buying a $2 million house that yeah. won't be ready for like, I don't know, eight to 15 months. And yeah, yeah let's do it. Uh, you know what? Actually, I was thinking about it. I'll take two, please. Let's go. <laughs> right. Do you ever, do you ever like kind of like fantasize Mark where you're just like, man, back in November, 2021, I should have had everyone lock in a five-year 1.99 fixed mortgage. And I would have been like, you know, on a, on a roll, you know, like, right. Cause I'm sure there was people who you dealt with who made their decision to get a variable rate at some point in the, over the last couple of years. And, you know, it's part of, you know, you, when you're running a successful mortgage company, this is what happens. It's like in real estate, you know, there's people who I, I sold their house back in 2019 because they thought the market was going to go down. And now, you know, there's $300,000 on the table they could have got if they, if they kept that rental property or something like that. Right. Like you just don't know. Right. Well, I mean, during, I was advising fixed for most of that time. Mm -hmm. um so i didn't have a lot of clients in variable so i i, I bet right back then so yeah but um, somebody must maybe have got a variable rate. somebody must have said to you you know what i'm gonna get a variable mark thanks for your advice but i'm gonna go variable on this one i had two i did two variables those two guys yeah. then those yeah. two guys yeah. what yeah. if we can only go back in time <laughs> right. to tell those guys what are their names yeah. mark right. what are their yeah. names all right yeah. this is trouble trouble with a yeah. capital t you know, oh my god! But you can't. You no, know. you can't. So what you about can't. the what about the poor people that had like a three or a four, like a short, like a medium term, one point something percent? They thought they were geniuses, and now, like, oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that's worse than like having a three point two five for the last eight years or something, and coming up on it, right? Now these well, poor people, all these people made these decisions with rates being lower for longer. Even those are stupid. Like how much longer? <laughs> well, I mean, I would imagine that the central banks are going to be very aware of that come 2025, 2026, right? So I think there's a good bet that one way or another, we're going to see low rates by then. Because right um, they're going to know that we're going to have an avalanche of people that were get, that had one and a half, 2% fixed for five years at ultra high prices so i'd imagine that they're 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 well aware of that problem that's coming up what one thing that i've been sort of like um hyper aware of because of this now this one change i've always known it because you know the data supports it but rates and prices are not always working in tandem just because no. rates go up it doesn't mean prices go down and vice versa you know there's so many other ago. factors yeah and i heard right? that a while ago that that's actually what happens but mm -hmm. i was like that sounds pretty dumb. That can't possibly be right. But, but I mean, we we're are. right now. I mean, the rates are obviously they got some good five year fixed insured rates and all that kind of stuff. But rates have been pretty stable for the last however long. And, you know, you've got um, prices going up again. That's what they're doing. So much of it's psychological, right? When the when the hold came, when the pause yeah. came from the bank, people said, OK, this is the worst is over. Let's time to jump in. Yeah. The floodgates yeah. just opened. That was yeah. the signal. And we said that for a while. It's like, yeah. just wait for them to like, everybody called it a pivot, but I guess you didn't need the pivot. You just needed the, the breaks, like just the breaks, right? You just needed to change the pace a little bit. Because right. I think like you, I mean, I think there's still a lot of people going, I don't know if we think that they're going to go up, but we're all sitting here going, well, you know what? Like, if you really want to fix the problem, they really should go up and they should go up soon and probably considerably more if you want to mm -hmm. fix the problem. And In short order. Yeah. But if they really wanted to fix the problem, they would not have paused. Right. So what are their goals? We listen to their rhetoric. We all focus on every syllable that motherfucker says on <laughs> on his on his podium. Right. But what are they doing? They're, they're what are they doing, right? So their actions are saying, we don't really care, 
right? Like, yeah, I think like we don't care about the dollar. We'll let that devalue because that's what happened, right? When they when they paused and and the states dropped or raised again, that's right. Yeah. Right, and everybody knew that that was going to happen, so they sacrificed the dollar, and, and and now they pause and they 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 must have seen momentum in the market like we all did, right? So I don't know if they're if they would only join Twitter, if Tiff would just join Twitter, mm. he'd know what we all know. Yes. And he'd be able to make decisions based on reality mm. instead 100%. of what the fuck are they deciding things based on? So, so, but again, if your goal is to really tame inflation, you act differently than they're actually a- acting, right? So again, I keep asking you guys the same question. I don't think I got an answer. What stops prices from going up? Because they're on, well, like they're Mark in just that trajectory. Gave the answer in his last uh, uh, reply, which was, what was it? Psychological. That's what it is. But the they're sentiment. trying to kill the sentiment. They can't do it. Well, right now, there's there needs to be something else that everyone says. When when that when the pandemic happened in March 2020, when they locked us down, everybody immediately was like, "Whoa, real yeah. estate bad," right. you know. Yeah. Crash, but the oh, reaction my. was money. And that's when was the best time. time to buy in the last three years? March 2020, when people were ready to give you their house because they thought that prices would go down. Right. right. Yeah. So it's the sentiment that is it's the psychological change that is more important. I don't know what's going to cause it, but it's more important than any amount of interest rate hikes, than any job numbers, than any recession. Nothing means anything if people think real estate is a good buy but that thing that trigger that thing that blows things up right whatever it is i don't know what it is it could be a war it could be a banking crisis it could be who knows like there's a lot of shit going on but any of those things the remedy will be pumping more money into the system right so like what is the thing that happens to the system that also doesn't equal more printing? Because anytime there's more printing, we see like anytime there's more reason to print prices go up regardless of what rates are doing. Right. Yeah. And it's the saving grace, which I believe they know. So are they trying to force prices up right now? Cause they know they're going to lower rates. Like what, what the fuck are they really trying to do? Somebody tell me the answer guys. TK, do you have the answer? No, Mark, what's your opinion? My guess is there's a delicate balancing act that they're working on. Hmm. Um, they can't, they have a real problem raising rates more than they already have. So they kind of, to a certain extent, couldn't go much higher because we're in so much debt. Canadians, or portion of them, the household in, uh, debt to G, the debt to household income is like at an all-time high right now. So you've got that one portion that I, you really have to worry about because if they stop paying their bills, that's like, that's a real societal problem. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you got this, what happens when you do pause, you cause, you cause the other half of the population to say, okay, well, it's over. Um, if something happens, the bank's going to bail us out anyway. And, um, and the, the worst of it, it's over. So it's time to jump in the market. So I think you've got two very different sets of the population that you're trying to balance out what they're going to do while you try to fight inflation, while you try to get those prices back down. Um, and it's it's very difficult. They, they want people to stop spending. They want to induce fear. But the effects of that inducement are, they're felt very differently by different portions of the population. And I think they're well aware of that. So they really are in a rock and a hard place between trying to get these three things to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, Oswee, if that makes you, sense. You, you meant, yeah, for sure. I, I totally agree. Like mm-hmm. I can sympathize with them because it is it is um, a challenge. Osvi, you, you mentioned that they had made an announcement about you know their concerns with the amortization periods and stuff like that. You know what else? Like Osvi, we they they were talking about um, a lot of different things. You had that. Um, geez, I can't remember now. There was like a um, Geneva something. You know they were announcing about um, uh, loan to value or on the HELOCs and buying investment properties. Uh, we got the stress test. What else has OSFI been talking about? And where do, where do you think OSFI goes from here? What type of changes do you think that they would be implementing this year? 
So there's three big changes that they're talking about that they started talking about in January. And today is actually the last day, or sorry, uh, Friday was the last day for um, consultations. So one is a higher loan to income standards. So mm -hmm. say you only make, say you make 100K, your max loan amount would be 450. Um, they're also talking about having it so the banks can only have a certain percentage of high ratio loans on their books. So right now, your debt, gross debt to service and your total debt to service, TDS and GDS, are 39 for GDS and 44 for TDS. The total amount of debt that you can service based off your income. income. They're talking about lowering the amounts that the banks can hold on their books of those, say, 35 to 39% GDS loans. Okay. And then they're also talking about higher standards for short, shorter term mortgages. So variable rate mortgages right now are qualified in the same manner as fixed rates. But as we're seeing, they're far more susceptible to swings, right? So they're talking about making it more difficult to qualify for variable rate mortgage. Okay. And those, those are kind of the three biggies that they're considering. That's so, all there, just reduce risk with the with the banks. And stuff are, like that. Yeah. Are, do the main banks, I, I know normally like they're kind of reluctant to, to be allowing a second mortgage. Are they, is that still the case? Do they still, do they, do the A banks allow second mortgages? No. Most, a lot of them do. Yeah. Do they? Do they? Yeah. yeah. At the time of purchase? Not at the time of purchase. No, yeah. later on. Yeah. yeah are you're they, right. At the time of third purchase, they, part? they don't. Right. Okay. So, and do we see that maybe loosening up a little bit? Like what, I mean, there's gotta be people out there that are willing to take on this risk. There's, I mean, there's definitely a gap that needs to be bridged because prices aren't going down, they're going up and affordability is going down and wages are not really going up like enough to make a difference right now. So like, is that one of the next kind of tools that we might see? To reprop up, to like mm. put more fuel on the market. The issue, the issue is the debt servicing, Daryl. So, like, if someone can qualify for that second mortgage at the same time, then the bank would be happy to lend them the money. But the bank and but what Osvi is announcing thing. is, well, if we're already giving you the max, then you having another debt on top of that is just going to be put. Yeah, you but over. qualifying and being able to afford are not the same. Well, they are in the bank's minds. I know, and that's why I'm saying, like, there's a gap that has to be filled. So, are they going to allow this? maybe market to materialize where people will put seconds so that houses can close. Well, I mean, OSFI is talking about making it more difficult yeah. to, get, to get money, not less, right? Mm -hmm. So if you do borrow your down payment through a second, then that money has to be worked into the debt ratios, right? But so they, they want it to get tighter, but the banks yeah. are increasing amortization periods. Yeah. Right. That's so it's a, another two headed yeah. dragon that doesn't give a shit what the other head says. Right. hundred percent. So you've got the banks doing these amortizations. You've got OSFI coming in saying that that's good, but this is more risk. And then you have the government wanting the, wanting the banks to do these extended amortizations that we heard about in the budget. Like, so I don't know how these three things mesh. My, my opinion was that, or my idea or, you know, whatever it was, my, my thoughts were, um, that there was a max amortization that was imposed by OSFI at the time of purchase. At so does it purchase. not apply at refinance? Is that, that that's why they're doing this? At the time of purchase, it's 30 years. Yeah. Um, at and there's no way for the banks to, be to change years. that because of the law in Canada. Correct. Yeah. Right now but, it's the, right now it's max is 30. Yeah. When we talk about them increasing to 35, 40, that's midterm. That's just yes. on paper, right? Not yeah, actually yeah. written into the contract. Um, now, so midterm, okay. Renewal though, right? Again, has to be thirty. Right now, it's supposed to snap back to the original to amortization 30. or thirty years. Okay, so I'm four years into my five year term. I go and I get you know a, a variable rate, you know, and that that I was paying fixed uh, payment variable rate um, or static. And then as um, the you know pandemic and everything changes, my payments go up and up and up and up. And then instead of the trigger rate, they say to me year four, you know, hey, listen, you can't afford this payment anymore and it's crazy. So instead, we're going to tack on either negative amortization or we're going to have um, uh, a long 40, 50 year amortization. But as soon as my term is up, yeah, it'll be the law that the bank can no longer give me more than a 30 year amortization and there will be a max TDS ratio that they'll be able to give me. And there'll be nothing that the banks, as according to the current law, can offer that uh, client. 
to right. be able to help make their payments lower. Right. It's just the midterm sort of loophole that allows them to do things. But renewal time, it's supposed the music to right stops. now goes back yeah. to your original amp. So if you started at twenty five, yeah, at a renewal, it goes back to twenty, and yeah. whatever's owed gets amortized over twenty. Yeah. If you want to bump back up to thirty, then you have to requalify. Then that's technically a refinance. That's yeah. changing the terms. But the thirty is the max, so the bank can't be right like, "We want max. to keep you in this house longer." And, you know, because of the negative amortization you've had over the last 12 months, right? Right. This is, this is what you owe and you paid way too much when you bought and, uh, you know, you, 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 whatever, you know, you're just not able to be able to qualify for more and your, your jobs change. So there are scenarios where the bank's hands will be tied and they'll tell people we can't, we can't, we can't renew it right now. So why why you're saying that is though something could change as far as what OSFI will permit on refinance and that purchase? Yeah, right now, all of the banks, all BA lenders is 30 years, but the guidelines coming down from um, from the government are saying that consider longer years. They're not clear yet what they're doing, but- For amortization or term? For amortization. For amortization. Oh, watch, term is next. We're going to start seeing 12, 15, 20-year terms. It has to happen. Listen- if the Ponzi scheme doesn't continue, the whole thing falls apart. There is some serious brain power trying to figure out how to keep this thing going. Nobody's trying to figure out how to blow it apart. They just want to blow the top off and like not make it so crazy because it's so crazy, but they're fucking it up worse right now. And it's not going to get better. It is not going to get better. I don't, I don't hear any way that prices are going to start trickling down again without a big explosion of interest rates, another Mm -hmm. giant blow because the first one didn't do it. And so, holy cow, are we looking at like another Volcker moment where he has, somebody has to come in and just go, fuck man, like this is not working. These guys are fucking idiots. They're still buying stuff. They're multiple offers. They're buying Ferraris. You know, they're out at the theater. They're out at the restaurants. These, they're not getting it. We got to do something because this is a runaway train because There's zero. How does CPI come down with housing prices going up? Is that even a possibility? Unless they weight it differently or they say, you know what? We decided now housing, not in any basket, guys, out of the baskets, gone, housing, gone and energy. Core core inflation. I think then that would be that would be true. But when they are um, looking at gas prices and food costs down the States, food costs came down and the things that were going up. So like serve yeah. like good cost of right. goods are going down right so cost of goods people are buying less goods but the services there's still inflation which affects core inflation there's services people are going out to eat and people are going out to i don't know do things that involve humans so there was there was still um uh whatever they call it, sticky inflation in in, in those type of areas yeah. but at the end of the day um housing you know in the states has been going down um more than what it was in canada and I think that's why they're continuing to to push to try to get inflation back on track. Well, they are actually acting like they're trying to, right? And they're going to keep hiking. At least they're saying they are, which we were doing before too. And then we just said, we're going to pause. So, okay. So guys, it was nice talking to both of you. I don't feel like we figured anything out, but I do. I think, well, but I don't think it's possible. I think like there's some really smart people trying to figure things out. Not not saying that we're really smart people, but a couple of us here are. And it's not easy. So like a normal person who just wants to own a house must yeah. be like, holy, like what the fuck is going on out here? Like it, it's no wonder young people are just giving up on the idea altogether as it's just not a realistic option. I guess unless yeah. you go to London makes a big difference because I'm London's not a great place. I know a good great mortgage place. broker out there. A hundred percent. So Mark, believe it or not, there's a couple people and there's like 30 or 31 of the people who watch our video who don't watch yours. I think for the most part, everyone on our channel is watching you. Has but to be. Just give a little bit of a shameless plug just so people who are listening uh, on uh, Spotify and stuff can go and check you out. Where's yeah. your channel? Go ahead. Uh, it's uh, Mark Mitchell, mortgage broker, London, Ontario on YouTube um be happy to have you yeah awesome really good content if you want to follow the market 
um, and you know actually learn something, go to Mark's channel. If you want to waste an hour of your life every Sunday at four, Stick keep around. watching right here. But Stick we appreciate around. you guys like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next week. And hold on, Mark, can you take us out with your famous line? Thanks, thanks for, uh, for clicking. Oh, thanks for clicking. Yeah. Yeah, right. if you guys uh if you guys want to get further updates from uh TK and Daryl, make sure you click like and subscribe. But for now, thanks so much for watching. Yes. Beautiful.